Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Active Quest episode 94. I'm one of your hosts, Joseph Yaden. Joining me today is the beautiful British boy, Mr. Chris Penwell. Oh, oh God. I was, <laughs> uh what what's wrong chris what's wrong <laughs> i'm stuck with a shitty canadian retailer for my ps5 and i'm still waiting <laughs> for it to fucking confirm i'm i'm laughing i'm i'm it's that's horrible the reason i'm laughing is your the facial expression that went with that with yeah. the tears there was great uh, um yeah what's going on you no ps5 no ps5 right no it's... ps5 yet it's been three days since it came out by the time you're listening to this or two days and uh yeah no confirmation of the order yet apparently <clears throat> canada post is backlogged uh oh, great. so yeah i'm not getting any information on when it's and... getting shipped or it hasn't even been confirmed yet it hasn't been taken out of my card so <laughs> and 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 you mean two days from when we're recording? By the time people hear oh, this, oh, two, it'll, two it'll, days from the launch of the de- uh, launch day of the PS5. Of PS5, right? Yeah. yeah. God. Well, my condolences. We'll get into yes. that a little bit later. Um. Also joining us is the the also PS5 list, Josh Nichols. Hello, Josh Nichols. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. Um. You. What's what's up with your PS5 situation? You're you're holding off, correct? Yeah, I'm probably going to get an Xbox whenever it's back in stock, and then I'll probably grab a PS5 in, I don't know, probably like February. Man, that's a lot of there's not like a There's not like a game that's making me want to have both systems bad enough yet. Mm-hmm. You know and what I mean? To be honest, like, like, I have five games in my queue right now. Like, I don't really need <laughs> next gen, to be honest, to be completely honest with you. But, you know, I've got to play Yeah, honestly, in, in all honesty, if we weren't doing a podcast... That, and then I probably would have would wait in both systems for like you know what I mean right. a, a little bit longer just because there's just there's not like a single game uh, other than Demon Souls I get for Souls fans but like outside of that there's not like a single game I think that is yeah. necessarily like worth everybody throwing hundreds of dollars at a new system yet. What is this you know? Demon Souls? I've never heard of it. I've never heard of this Demon Souls. We'll have to figure <laughs> that one out, I guess. He's hilarious because um, he's played so much of it this week. God, um, I am a demon soul now. I've become one. Um, <laughs> we want to thank everybody for joining us on this episode today. Uh, remember, you can always find us uh, pretty much anywhere where podcasts are available. Get a hold of us on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow uh, or via email at ActiveQuestPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, keep those iTunes ratings coming. That really helps us out. And yeah, thanks for sticking around. Um, you guys are awesome. And man, it's a crazy time right now. Lots of video games. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I did get a PS5. Um, man, I have, to, I have to tell you guys the story about that. I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk about it in a bit in a minute. But I was kind of panicking on launch day. Um, I've been playing a ton of Demon's Souls. I put probably 20 hours into it since yesterday. <laughs> so, <God. laughs> so like in, in kind of like one and a half days. Um, and then, yeah, there's a little bit of news to get into. Nothing too wild. Uh, NPD results, which, of course, I love. Um, some listener questions. Chris, you've been playing Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. This is the music game, right? The rhythm game? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've been playing that. Um, Tetris Effect Connected. This is the multiplayer expansion for Tetris Effect, which is one of the best games of last generation. Um, uh, more on Fuser. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which I have, haven't even touched yet because I've been focusing on Demon's Souls. 
And then Josh, you've been also playing Tetris Effect Connected and a little indie game called Part-Time UFO. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. Guys, there's a lot of... There's, I'm tired. I'm so tired. I'm so, so tired. Video, video games. That's a lot of video games. I'm so tired. I'm so I'm I'm <sighs> tired. I've and I've been tired. And I'm I don't want to complain because it's awesome. The PS5 is great, and I'll talk to you guys about that a little bit later. Um, but man, just I don't know how people have the time. I I saw people tweeting that they finished Spider Man and that they're playing Demon Souls and that they're Ow. they platinum and that they platinum Astrobot uh the what's it called astro's playroom and that they're that they're 30 hours into assassin's creed valhalla and i'm like what are you hermione with the time turner thing how are you doing this this is not (laughs) possible so anyway um we'll discuss some games later on aside from not having a ps5 chris and josh how how has your week been has everything been okay well yeah it's been decent i've had a few nice walks here and there it's been getting a bit chilly but you know what the breeze is quite nice i saw some of the pictures pictures you posted and it looks looks very nice josh everything okay on your end yeah yeah i'm excited we got the election stuff wrapped up other than the he doesn't know yet but everybody else knows (laughs) and i'm excited it's nice to feel hopeful about the future again yeah Um, i think hope is a very powerful thing and we all kind of forgot what it felt like Mm-hmm. That's true. So um, exciting. Josh, you ju- did you did you just get a new mug? Is that a new mug you got? Oh no, I got this for my birthday from my mom. Yeah, it's got Bernie Sanders wearing like flowers around his head, and it says it, "OMG" and "Bay" and "I love you" and "QT." <laughs> it's uh, and it it's says, like it president like, of my heart. It looks like Midsummer a little bit. <laughs> it does so, look yeah. like Midsummer. Yeah, such Chris, a good movie. Chris it has a two of- and a half in Amazon Prime though. Oh, that's, I don't think that's right. That's yeah, better than a two and a half. Yeah. 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 Chris, what do you, what kind of mug are you rocking here? Uh, oh. A Kingdom Hearts 2 mug that oh, my best my friend got me. And I, oh. it was a complete surprise. So it was quite nice. Oh, beautiful. Um, I have a periphery mug, periphery with the, the church burner thing on the back. It, it's very, this is, this is a Christian mug that, <laughs> um no they're a great progressive metal band they're awesome can't wait to go to live shows again i I miss seeing bands live see that's something else you'll get because of new president you'll get to go to concerts again yeah hell yeah maybe Uh, at some point yeah um anyway let's talk about some news just quick stuff here just just some quick stuff um so Deathloop, the uh this is that interesting game that's kind of like a mashup of hotline miami and the xbox published playstation exclusive yeah what a weird thing (laughs) um so so it is a playstation exclusive because uh that was in place prior to bethesda being purchased since this is an arcane game Mm. um right this is arcane i'm not crazy right this is yeah you're right yeah yeah okay uh may 21st so that's when you guys can expect that pc ps5 looks cool i'll play that one um i don't know if we have any other thoughts on that but looks pretty sweet Uh, yeah great exclusive uh and Mm -hmm. it's another reason to have a ps5 and you it's know, gonna it's, be really I, fun I think it's going to be a year exclusive too, so it's going to be a yeah. great title for Xbox Game Pass when that arrives. When and you know what? By the time that releases, you know there'll be all the patches done. It'll be the best version of that game possible. So there sure, you go. yeah. Um, Pokemon Go is now compatible with Pokemon Home, so that's that's cool. Yeah. Um, apparently, there's some restrictions. Uh, we've got a U.S. Gamer article here. What are these restrictions? Oh, I don't know if you guys can hear that siren. Sorry about that. 
Uh, I live in a wild neighborhood. Um, you have to be level 40 in Pokemon Go. That's fucking, that sucks. <laughs> Holy wow. moly, that sucks. I put, mm. dude, probably like 100 hours into Pokemon Go, and I'm like a 38 or something. <laughs> um, the Go transporter item must have sufficient amount of energy. You must already, uh, you must have already caught the Pokemon in Pokemon Sword and Shield, so you can't use it in Pokemon Go to fill your Pokedex. Mega Evolutions, Shadow Pokemon, and unique costumes can't be transferred. Okay, I don't know. I just feel There's like also like a limited are... amount of characters you can send at, at it uses energy or something. Basically, if you want to transfer everybody oh, yeah. that you want to transfer, you'd have to spend money or right. wait. It's stupid. Right. It's dumb. Okay. Well, that's another reason. Don't make cool Pokemon apps that connect with games be... and then put dumb, arbitrary things on them. You know? Right. Don't do I'm it. Sure po- I'm sure Pokemon fans will be happy. <laughs> I still find it crazy that Pokemon Go just had its most successful year ever. Right. In a time yeah. of, of a COVID. pandemic, yeah. It's insane. Yeah, $4 billion or something is what it... Or no, it, it's made $4 billion already. I don't know, some billions of dollars. Um, Minecraft Dungeons is getting cross-play this week by the time you guys hear this on November yeah. 17th. So that's awesome. Um, that'll be cross-play with PS4, Xbox One, uh, PC, and Switch. So that's pretty cool. Awesome. No word, no word on a next gen version of that. I don't think. Yeah. Hmm. It's backwards compatible, so you guys can play that. I like that game. It's cool. I didn't really get too into it, but I think it's kind of interesting. It's um, like Diablo, <laughs> but like just a little more, um, kind of smaller in scope. Right. I don't baby's, know. It's like a baby's first Diablo. Diablo. Yeah. Baby's yeah. first Diablo. Yeah. That's what and I. And that yeah. game's been getting quite a few DLC updates too, so that game's gonna get better. You know, yeah. I'm looking forward to playing that on Xbox Game Pass. Never heard of it. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm kind of crazy right now, you guys. I just, I like, I, I've been. No I, like, sleep. Well, just yeah, that, no, that, and then like my eating habits have been horrible. I don't like most people eat like a meal and then they're like, mm, I'm gonna eat another meal when I'm hungry. Me, I'm like, fuck, I haven't eaten all day, and then I just eat way too much food fast standing up my cats do that yeah <laughs> and then i feel gross do you throw up afterwards or no <laughs> no god no Oh, that's good but the cats do that yeah um okay so there are uh, no quick releases right now thank the lord because there's already enough i think i'm i'm good i'm dude if they didn't put out a video game for a whole year i would be fine like i would be out of a job but i'd be <laughs> i'd be fine that's in terms of- <laughs> yeah when people say that they have nothing to play i'm like get out of here there's so much stuff to play yeah. like there's no right, way you right. finished everything just go good. to the xbox game pass it's like fucking hundreds of them <laughs> you can play right now like, yeah it's crazy oh uh, yeah i'm not a show for um, xbox i'm just saying it's crazy I, that it's we just... used to be in a time when like five games came out in a year or like 10 yeah. you know what i mean like Remember a handful Nintendo 64 when barely any yeah. games came out and like oh, any yeah. game release was like a big event. Like I remember getting Rugrats Search for Reptile or something. And oh, now like no. must play games come out every month almost. It seems it's crazy. By the way, worst yeah. decision I ever made: picking uh, Rugrats uh, Search for Reptile instead of Diddy Kong Racing. That was a oh. stupid mistake from me. And, oh um, God, Chris! Oh, that hurts my heart. <laughs> and those were back in the days when we had to. We only got like two games a year from our parents or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you were stuck with Rug- Rugrats. Yep. Um, it was all right, okay. so no, it was like Mario Party uh, with cookies. Uh, uh, no quick releases this week, uh, so we'll just jump into some news. If you guys are ready, of course. Are you ready to talk I'm, about I'm, some news? I'm, I'm, I'm ready for some news. I'm ready for okay, some news. let's jump into some news. I'm ready. 
Okay, um, this is an interesting story here. So the Xbox Series X just launched, um, and yeah, it's doing very well. Xbox Series S and X launch sales are the largest in Xbox's history. Uh, restocks are coming soon. Um, I've, this is just an article from Game Informer. I, I don't want to read the whole thing. This is uh, Liana Ruppert. Um, let's see. Let me... Okay, there's a tweet. There was a tweet from Phil Spencer that we'll get into here shortly as well. Um, so, quote, Not everyone was able to secure an Xbox Series X or PS5 pre-order, but that hasn't stopped the hype one bit regarding the future of gaming. With a new direction and solid leadership under Phil Spencer, the Microsoft side of gaming platforms is celebrating a historic release with the Xbox Series X and S launch being the company's largest yet. In a recent tweet, Phil Spencer took to, took to the social media platform to share the good news. More than that, he also gave hopeful, uh, hopefuls a heads up that restocks are coming soon. Quote, Thank you for supporting the largest launch in Xbox history. In 24 hours, uh, more new consoles sold in more countries than ever before. We're working with retail to resupply as quickly as possible. You continue to show us the connective power of play is more important than ever, end quote. Um, yeah, we'll just, we'll just stop it there. There was also another article. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but it was something like um, 70% of the people who have an Xbox Series S or X have Game Pass. So that's pretty cool, too. Um, they're really trying to get that to be one to one wow. as much as much yeah. as possible. Um, yeah, so this is awesome. Um, I think this is surprising actually because, like Liana said in the article here, it was pretty hard to get a hold of one. Um, yeah, I tried. I, I put in a little bit of effort in getting one, and uh, I at launch I couldn't get one. I'm gonna try to get one that when they restock. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I assume you know around Christmas time they're they're probably gonna try to put more yeah. out on shelves there for obvious reasons, right? So I'm trying to grab one yeah. to the all access thing too. So that's also yeah. it's restricting it just because I don't want to throw all that money on it if I don't have to. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That so makes I'm just sense. Be patient. Yeah. No, I think this is great. Um, I think th it, what a turnaround, right? Yeah. I mean, and 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 Liana said it. Uh, she put it uh, pretty pretty well in this article here that under Phil Spencer, you know, that they were able to do that. So shout out to Phil Spencer. And yeah, I think this is awesome. Um, I, <laughs> I'm i curious to see how this console sells. I, again, we don't have an article here for this, but I covered something at The Escapist recently that um, said that uh, Microsoft won't be releasing public sales figures regardless of how well they do. Um, and instead, they're going to be focusing on number of players. And again, I think that, just sort of yeah, that makes sense. That sort of just proves that they're not really in the business of selling consoles. It'd be nice, but I think they're in the business of selling subscriptions, and that's sort of where that that ties in. Yeah, Chris, what do you think? Well, they kind of said you can pick whatever your Xbox is. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, just saying. Exactly. Um, uh, console launch games might not be important anymore to people, especially if Xbox right. Series X and S is doing well. <laughs> Um, I feel yeah. like the Xbox Game Pass is working so well because it's a, a value, such a great value pr proposition. And you're seeing all these yeah. games that people have loved over the years and, you know, recent releases that have auto HDR that look amazing in 4K, you know? Um, mm -hmm. I, I saw an article this week that showed Sonic Unleashed running properly for the oh. first time, <laughs> you know, on Xbox Series X, right? <laughs> So you're yeah. seeing all these... I, I know that's kind of weird to, to mention that. 
But like, it's just an example of how Xbox Series X can improve the overall quality of these games that people have been playing. Um, and I think that's a really big kind of value to people. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it it and... shows that backwards compatibility is something that's important. Right, and I think... And they just added EA Play to Game Pass, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, I also think the Series S being $300 is just, like, that's, that's like, a deal, a, a, a game changer, I guess, right there. Mm. With it I being so, hope, so affordable. I just hope it remains competitive with the other systems, because I've heard some things that it's not as graphically powerful as the X or the PS5. Um, I guess like if you don't have a 4K TV, it's great for you. But I'm just wondering, right. like, is that going to affect performance down the line when we start seeing Halo Infinite and all these impressive first-party titles? Yeah, my my guess is that um, as the generations continue to evolve, they'll just sort of like it, the it, it'll be kind of like your phone, where like what yeah. was once what was once the the current model will now be like the low-end model or whatever. And then the new version will be on top, and then it'll just sort of shift backwards, and then eventually one will not be compatible. That kind of thing. I think that's sort of what what they're trying to do here, and I think that's fair, and I think people understand that. So, well, yeah, the yeah. phones have indoctrinated that kind of like idea, right? So, right, yeah. So, yeah, shout out to Microsoft. This is awesome news, and whether and, and on this podcast, we we love all platforms, but whether you're for one or for another. One doing well is good for the other one. So just keep that in mind. And um, I'm still upset that Halo got delayed. So I just want to yeah. complain again. Sad, sad face. <laughs> Me too. Um, okay. And PlayStation Let's... has like said congratulations to Xbox and vice versa. Uh, right. So it's just nice to see, uh, you know, that, that them coming together. Um, hopefully we can put the console wars behind us. Yeah. Um, let's get oh, into... But... <laughs> probably probably not let's get into npd results for the month of october um this is courtesy of matt piscatella via what is this games beat mr jeff grubb of course um we'll just run through we'll just run through the top 10 here and then discuss if anything stands out um again npd results for the month of october 2020 this is united states only and this is physical and digital com- combined unless noted otherwise and I will let you know that when I read these off. So in order, best-selling games. FIFA 21, Madden NFL 21, Watch Dogs Legion, NHL 21, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Very bizarre. That's, that's funny. Um, Super Mario 3D All-Stars this is a Nintendo game. Nintendo games are not, uh, their digital sales are not factored into this. Um, Animal Crossing New Horizons, same deal there. Um, Star Wars Squadrons. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time. Um, interesting. So, <laughs> to me, FIFA 21, that's actually kind of surprising. Normally, it's like at number two or three when it debuts, so what? that's a little strange, I guess, but um, not, not really any, like, gangbusters came out that month. I mean, there were some really important games, like, a, like Crash Bandicoot and um, Star Wars Squadrons and stuff, but no, nothing like a Call of Duty or like one of these huge games that sell, you know, a crazy amount of copies. Do you do you think Watch Dogs Legion not being at number one is kind of going to be a disappointment for Ubisoft? Like FIFA 
I, I know it's growing within the US, but is it really that big? You know, that, that game? Yeah, I don't know. Because like, um, Watch Dogs is one of Ubisoft's key franchises right now. Yeah. I don't know if a Watch Dogs game has ever been at number one, though. But to your point of, is this disappointing to Ubisoft? I don't know. I mean, you have to keep in mind, this is just in the US. Right. So, so like, obviously they have several other territories that they're selling games in. So who knows, like, what this means in the grand scheme of things. But it's kind of a, a good representation of how it's doing. I think that's good that it came out at number three, especially with the saturation right now of, right. Uh, of these open world games. The one that stood out to me is this Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, okay. Like, number I five, okay. I didn't even think this was, like, a game, really. I mean, obviously it's a game, but, like, I didn't think it would be counted on NPD. This is, for those who don't know, this is the, um, it's like an RC car AR game with, like, a camera on it, and you play it on your Switch, and and it's got a camera on it, and it, you can see your house as it drives That's around. I probably... I described that horribly, but it's basically it's an RC car with a camera that and you can control it from your Switch, basically. Um and and it's and the cats hate it. So so yeah. um the other thing is Mario 3D All-Stars and Animal Crossing, these are Nintendo games, digital sales are not counted, so this is only physical sales. So it managed to to outpace Star Wars, Modern Warfare, and Crash Bandicoot by physical sales alone. So, I who knows how well these games have, have done if you count digital. So yeah, I, I really yeah. hope Crush did well for Activision. Yeah. It's, it's something I've been thinking about. Because I, I, I want to see more of those games, those types of games from Activision. Are definitely yeah. The next Spyro. And I think, um, I, I, yeah, I think Crash was one of the big surprises of the year for me. I wasn't really too yeah. hyped on it. I mean, I was, like, excited at the concept of getting a sequel to, to Warped, but I wasn't, like, crazy excited. And then I played it, and I was just, like, blown away at how good it was. It was also um, way better than I think most of us thought it was going to be. Right, You know, yeah, I expected it to exactly. be competent, but I didn't expect it to be that good. Right. Uh, Josh, any standouts on NPD here before we move on? Um, I think it's impressive that Tony Hawk is still hanging in there, um, especially in a year <laughs> as packed as this year. Like, I know yeah. it's low on there, but, I mean, it came out a few months ago. Right. What and, is, that's um, at number, I think that's number, impressive. It's at number 18. The previous month, it was, its debut month, it debuted at number four. And, man, Smash, uh, Breath of the Wild, Mario, U Deluxe, Super Mario Party. I mean, these games are consistently in the top 20. Yeah. Christ, Mario S Kart 8. Jesus, man. Nintendo. Smash. Dude, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy Nintendo, but that's the power of the um, DLC plans or lack thereof. You know that the, the, there is DLC for <laughs> Super Smash Brothers, but the the way they're doing this service based kind of system is really working for them because it's keeping their games current. And you know that yeah. whole Minecraft Steve character in Smash really propelled it up. I think as well. He brought the yeah. meat. He brought the meat. Um, okay, so that's pretty much it for news, but that doesn't mean the show is over. We've got a ton to discuss, like a little indie system that just came out that you might not have heard of called the PS5. The Ouya? The Ouya. God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, all right, so let's take a little break. We'll come back, do some listener questions, and then jump into what we've been playing. We'll be right back. 
All right, everybody, we are back. Uh, let's get to some listener questions here. Remember, you guys can always reach us on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow, via email at ActiveQuestPodcast at gmail.com, or every Wednesday we post our Twitter thread uh, asking for questions and comments from our lovely audience. Um, let's see, we've got a couple to get through today. <laughs> God. Oh, my uh, I. I, I didn't actually, I didn't read these ahead of time. Okay. <laughs> All right. So believe it or not, we've got a, a, a listener question from number one Turner and Hooch fan. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Um, Hooch fan says, hey, Buckos, Goofy Boots here. And I, <laughs> and I wanted to ask yeah. you if you think it's possible to fill a whoopee cushion by way of an air pump at my local speedway. Thanks. Um, I, I First mean, of all, I miss speedway. Uh, Second of all, at the convenience stores of speedway. Of speedway, yeah. Third uh, off, I bet you could, but it'll probably pop so quick because that air is so concentrated. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if this is a reference to one of his earlier questions about how he had diarrhea at the gas station. <laughs> Was it at speedway? I, I don't know if these are connected, like what the lore is behind this. Do I think it's Maybe possible? Maybe he felt like a whoopee cushion um, connected to an air pump right. when he had diarrhea at Speedway. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what I was thinking, yeah. yeah. Um, so Turner and Hooch fan, I suppose you could. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it, though. But what's more interesting is that we've got a new... I don't even know what... This is, like, so <laughs> meta. I don't even know. I don't know. We've got a question here. This is a new first-time writer here. Oh, my God. Number one Baby's Day Out fan <laughs> says, Hey there, I like the 1994 film Baby's Day Out a fuckton, and fuckton is in all caps, and I just wanted to know if you think there would be a Baby's Day Out game adaptation for the next-gen systems. Um, if not, do you think that baby geniuses might have a better chance at having a, an ab- an adaptation? Oh God! So wow. before we get into before we get into this abomination of a question, do you guys remember like on the NES and SNES when just like every movie got a game, whether it mm-hmm. made sense or yeah, not? Yeah, this like, game, this this movie had a game. It was stupid. I'm oh, did at it? Pictures ba- of it. Baby's Day Out had a game. What <laughs> system? What system is that for? What? It looks like it was in the no. Dance. Really? Oh fuck. And it's it's just bullshit. All it these games, terrible. you it, whatever yeah, it doesn't used matter. To be licensed games for everything, like everything. It it wouldn't matter what the movie is. It wouldn't make se- the gameplay wouldn't have anything to do with it. It 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 just yeah. Like they were usually just platformers. On. Yeah. Yeah. It's like given the angry like video game everything. there the career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, that's the best thing about mobile gaming is it took all the licensed shitty games away from consoles and PC because uh, they all went over to the, the phones. I do think there are a few that actually stood out as pretty good games, though. So I think we are missing like, out. Like on what? Like what? Uh, Don't say Toy Story on the Genesis because that game sucks rocks. <laughs> uh, I can't think I, off the top of my head right now. but there, what, there I, I like the King Kong game on xbox 360 mm, that game was pretty good yeah that, that um, wasn't bad that wasn't bad um my memory is that the harry potter games were good but i they're yes probably bad. uh they cool were very spot good that's a good example was very good cool spot it was the seven up guy oh yeah. cool spot on the genesis that game was fucking awesome oh okay i mean come all right how, how are you forgetting this one Sne- sneak king it's the best game uh, ever sneak king god damn it yonoid um, 
Yeah. Okay. So the so the question is, do we think Baby's Day Out will get a game adaptation for next gen systems? Unfortunately, number one Baby's Day Out fan, I don't think so. But Chris brings up a good point that perhaps on mobile, and if not, do we think Baby Geniuses might have a, a better chance? By the way, have you guys seen that movie? It's it's just I don't understand how it got made. Honestly, it's so horrible. Um, my mom took me to see it. I remember this was like one of my first memories. And my God, this movie, the talking babies doing kung fu and shit. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. Oh. Here's the thing. I I would never say never, honestly, <laughs> because I've seen like there's this publisher that's been releasing like, a Cobra Kai video game. Oh yeah. And it looks like absolute dog shit. <laughs> and um a gi joe one there's been there's oh, also yeah. uh oh my god there's so many that have come out a rambo as well that had one even though it was about uh here uh, um um uh, 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 uh a soldier with P- ptsd so you know Ugh. i don't want to remember live... the star wars episode one phantom menace <laughs> game in ps1 i was so pissed off as a kid because like after the first like 20 minutes it's like none of this like after like that first sequence with the trade federation ship like after that nothing that happens was in the movie it's like what the fuck oh, is oh yeah what like, is, you guys yeah. didn't even try <laughs> yeah they used to piss me off as a kid and then star wars huh? episode three actually was really good lego yeah, star was pretty wars good was pretty good oh the lego yeah. games i guess are okay oh, that's yeah. an exception but I, honestly i don't want to live in a world where there's a baby genius video game or baby's day yeah. out so i don't know Number one Baby's Day Out fan, I'm sorry to, to burst your bubble. You can write in next week. I also, I believe there's a feud going on between both of these number one fans. Um, we, don't, <laughs> we don't have to dive too deep into it here, but let's, um, let me see. I'm pulling up our Twitter thread here. Um, okay, so number one Turn On Who Tran responded to Baby's Day Out fan and said, you really think Baby's Day Out would get a game adaptation before Turn On Hooch? Poof ridiculous also baby geniuses already has a game adaptation it's called peekaboo you dummy then baby (laughs) baby's day out fan responds you really think turner and hooch needs a game adaptation it's called getting a pet you dingus and then turner and hooch (laughs) fan responds sounds like you're looking to throw fists fella so we'll see we'll see what happens with these two i don't know it seems like it's getting out of hand um, nonetheless, thank you everybody for your listener questions. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. So this is where we're going to be spending the most of our time during this episode here. Let's talk about what we've been playing. Um, why don't we, we'll save the PS5 stuff for last. Why don't we do that? Uh, is that cool with you guys? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That is That'll fine. Work. That'll work for me. Chris. You've been playing Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. This is the rhythm game. Yes. I guess it's 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 related to the series in some way, I'm assuming. I don't <laughs> um tell us about Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. Yeah, so it's a rhythm action game uh based on the Kingdom Hearts series. It's actually it's actually kind of a follow-up to Kingdom Hearts 3. I'll, I'll explain that later. Uh, but basically, yeah, this is set up as if um, Sora's running towards the enemies and you're slashing uh, along the way, right? You're slashing enemies along the way and uh, trying to, um, I don't know, clear the, clear the, the route. 
but here's the thing. It's kind of like Guitar Hero in a way, where there's like three different strands. So like Goofy's on the left, uh, Sora's on the middle, and then Donald's on the right. And that they strike um, to the beat, right, as they come by. So it's, it's actually really fun, in my opinion. Um, I love how they introduced like the different Kingdom Hearts mechanics in there, like spells and uh, jumping to hit like enemies in the air. So yeah, it's it's been implemented really well, and um, I, I I love the music of Kingdom Hearts from Yoko Shimomura, Utada Hikaru, you know all those like all those people. Um, and most of the songs are here, like that is is an impressive amount. Um, and it's, it's about 140, I believe. Uh, so that, that's, that's a wow. little game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's also uh, this interesting co-op. Uh, no, no, there is a co-op mode, actually. But there's also a battle mode. So you can go against people online. And uh, basically, it's kind of mm. like Mario Kart in a way, where you have like different perks and abilities to use against the other. That, And these perks and abilities kind of like interrupt the other person as ah. they're playing it. The, so like the notes become invisible or something like that. And the but, person who's doing the best at at the end of the song is the winner, right? So there's like this whole ranked system going on. There's collectibles that you can find, like keyblades, character art, key art, stuff like that. So it really feels like a love letter um to Kingdom Hearts fans, you know, of the series. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it so far. The the one thing that is weird though, is that it ha- was highly marketed on the story. And yet so far, I, I think I'm about five hours in, it's just been a recap of what's happened in the series so far. So it's like <clears throat> Kyrie is, uh, one of the characters in the game. She's kind of giving a brief overview of everything that's happened. It's like Cliff Notes version of it. Right. So it, it's it's a really good reminder of what's happened, um, and it explains stuff in like three or four sentences with cutscenes and stuff. I have a couple questions. So yeah. the first question, uh, Kyrie is that is that the dog? <laughs> no, no, that's Pluto. Oh. Um, oh, Kyrie's, Pluto's the um, dog. yeah, Kyrie's, uh, uh, yeah, uh, she's a friend of Sora's. She's more of a friend actually. Um, ah. Yes. Oh, so she's oh, the hey, love interest. I say I don't like saying love interest, but yeah, Why? she's the love interest. Oh, because she's she's her own woman, you know. Oh, she likes, okay. she kicks ass. Fair enough. Uh, did, my second question yeah. is: Didn't you say that this was like required playing, like to the lore? So now you're yeah, saying so it's not. Yeah, so I it's... haven't reached that wow. point yet. So it. It seems like it's required playing because, like, the ending has all the story parts to it. <laughs> that's what that's what I've got. So, like, the marketing has really made it seem like the story is kind of a main part of it, but it really isn't. Hmm. Very bizarre. Yeah. But Very yeah, bizarre. it's 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 a wonderful blast from the past. Like, as you're playing through these stages, it goes through all the areas of the game. So. It's literally taking you down memory lane, and I love it hmm. because of that. But yeah, well, all the songs are sound great. Um, I love the intense moments where you're bat- mashing like XXX, R1, L1, like in a really fast manner. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it, it's really fun. Now, one more question. You said there's like a hundred and something songs. Are these all yeah. 
songs from the series that you that you remember, or are they new ones, or yep. is it both? They're they're all songs that have been in there in the games, except for strangely uh, classic Disney songs like A Whole New World and Circle of Life. So Those are not in it, the game. No, no, they're not originally. Oh. But it's it's really fun. Uh, like yeah, I have to. You have to make them through synthesizing, um, like oh, crafting, uh, from materials that you gain from each song. Um, so yeah, I was uh, striking heartless as I was um, listening to a whole new world, and I didn't know I needed that in my life, but I do. <laughs> huh, that's cool. I I would play this if it weren't, you know, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I, I, I I'm think sorry. I think you I think you'd enjoy it honestly just because of the really? whole rhythm gameplay maybe okay like you'd have no idea what's going on in the story but like it's just well neither do you so it's fine <laughs> yeah basically don't ex- don't expect a lot of story from this game just okay come for the gameplay so, and I, I think it's so worth you, it we'll we'll move on here in just a second but you you mentioned that there isn't a whole lot in terms of story and yet it's a sixty dollar release yeah. And like, yeah. I don't like. Is that like? How do you feel about that? Like, with it being it's, not important to the story, at least so far, it it really feels conniving of Square Enix to Ugh. market it that way. It yeah. it just it seemed like there was it, Kyrie's story was going to be super important, but so far it's just a recap. And uh, yeah, that, not a big fan of that. But right. it has been nice to get a recap of stuff just so I know, okay, yeah, that's what happened in that game, right? Because, yes, the critics are correct. It can get a bit convoluted. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's nice just to get a reminder of what happened. Um, um, well, I'm looking what, forward to a Kingdom Hearts spinoff game outselling the Avengers. Oh, yeah, that's going to happen, and I'm going to laugh at it. probably going to happen. Yeah, that, that's probably yeah. Um, so Chris, why don't you report back next week to let us know if there's any yeah. more story stuff? Because that, you know, all jokes aside, that's pretty egregious. If if it's like, you it, know, it, I don't know, it is yeah. like that. Yeah, th- th- there is so. something else I want to bring up as well. Is that I-, I think it's super lame that Kingdom Hearts three music is just basically Sora flying in front of like a green screen, pretty much, just like the video of the cutscenes from the Kingdom Hearts three game, and it's like really. Uh. Really, you can huh. make new assets for that section? I guess not. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, okay, so Chris, there's a couple smaller games here. Um, yeah. Why don't you get, you know, just tell us a little bit about those. Um, I, I think most importantly, I want to hear coverage about uh, Call of Duty, of course. Yeah. And then, and then I, I am curious to hear a little bit more about Tetris Effect. So we'll... Yeah, uh, we'll, I'll blast we'll for these that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll spend a little bit more time on those. So, uh, we're playing Family Feud. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we did get review code from Ubisoft. Uh, thank, so you, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's it is Family Feud. It's the game show that we all <laughs> expect. You know. Right. Um, but it, it's fun, honestly. Um, just picking up all these answers <laughs> uh, that basically if you don't know what Family Feud is it's a quiz show where you're guessing what people answered uh, to a question that a survey question right for example like who's who's the uh, cleverest person in your family right and then right. the top answer is me 
<laughs> it literally is me. But and I thought that was hilarious. But, uh, um, but there's like a, a like different answers too. So like it's not just one answer. Yeah. You can yeah, it's four or five or six. Of, yeah. Oh, right. is that the one with Steve Harvey? Yes, it is. is it that yeah. One? Okay. But here's yeah. the thing: the game doesn't have Steve Harvey, and he's yeah, the heart and soul of that, of that show. They probably can't afford Steve Harvey. But Ubisoft can afford him. I don't know. I don't know. He's yeah, probably expensive. His yeah. mustache alone is worth like a billion dollars. So <laughs> he know. probably has that insured. Uh, but <laughs> here's the thing, right? They replaced him with the most generic, most creepy host you can imagine. Because honestly, he, he, he's 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 like a fucking animatronic with how <laughs> robotic he is. Because honestly, his smile is so creepy. It's gonna be in my nightmares. Oh, man. It's That's not awful. Good. It, it it looks like this creepiest kind of like non-human smile you can imagine, you know. And um, he says the same text over and over again. You can't skip the introductory text. It's like "Welcome yeah. to Family Feud." The host is blah blah blah. You can't skip through that. So great, yeah. Um, and it, online, um, it either doesn't work or I can't find anyone to play with. It's too bad they couldn't at least get Steve Harvey's me. From his uh, <laughs> Nintendo Wii Plaza. <laughs> Even if they could have gotten that, that would have been cool. That'd be, that'd be fine. Especially if no one else looks like a me. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but they okay, could have got anyone to be the host. They could have got like an internet celebrity. They could have got a Twitch streamer. Could have got Dude, Day 9. Or, you know, Drew Carey like... always makes everything better. Yeah, true. I love Very Drew true. Yeah, I do um, could have got Greg Miller in there. He would have been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That would have been good. It's just saying, Chris, give me that host DLC. Let me replace the host with someone cool. Jesus, I'll I'll fucking host it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, all right, all right, Chris. Let's move. Let's move on here. I'm done talking about Family Feud. I'm done. Sorry. With it. <laughs> as soon as he <laughs> thought I know Steve Harvey, he was out. Yeah, I'm out. out. Uh, no. And Josh, you so you've been playing this game. Good as well, answer. So you could. <laughs> um, Josh, you've been playing this game as well. So maybe I don't. I haven't gotten a chance to try this one out. Uh, this next game. Chris, what are you guys playing? Yeah, uh, Tetris Effect Connected. And uh, a friend of the show, Luis Alamia, he's been singing praises of this game, and uh, mm. I think he's right to say all that stuff that he's been talking about with this game. Yeah. Um, the visuals are absolutely stunning. Like, it's it's incredible. Like, it, it really pops on screen, and even <laughs> though my monitor is 1080p, it looks incredible. Um... And then the music, my god, the music is oh outstanding. Goodness. Yeah, that that you get chills whenever you hear that connected song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how that mixes with Tetris, where like every movement of the Tetris block is kind of in sync with the music, and it, the all like like how the the notes from the Tetris blocks kind of like matches up with the music and how it just adds to it. It's it's incredible. It's an amazing game. And then you have the connected part, the the expansion, where uh, you're playing in multiplayer with other people, and it's kind of like a co-op with um, other player uh, with uh, with uh, AI. That's actually really challenging. So yeah, uh, Tetris Effect Connected kind of has this thing where you're working together, and then at random points, you all your Tetris blocks come together in one kind of like setup. So you've got to figure out, okay, how can I help this guy uh, get a full row, right? And mm. um, <clears throat> if you're really successful as a group, 
you get more blocks against the AI. If you suck as a group and you're not working together, it's not going to work out for you. Right? So, uh, it's a very interesting take on Tetris, and I honestly think it's worth checking out. The it's expansion. also on Game Pass. It's, yeah, so, that's how I was oh, able to play it. Oh, okay. That I didn't know that. That's awesome. So, so, just so those, if, if you're on the fence about it, then you have no reason not to try it if you don't have, yeah. you know, if you have yeah. Game Pass. Uh, Josh? So I didn't know if I was going to like it that much because I've mostly played this in PSVR, you know, mm. so I wasn't sure how well it was going to... I wasn't sure how much of my enjoyment came from the, you know, the VR component. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I like Tetris, but the VR for it's just, you know, fucking crazy. Um... This is really good. Uh, I really like it. I think it translates really well outside of the VRs, you know, as just fine. Um, I haven't played the connected th- uh, uh, expansion thing that Chris is talking about, but I did uh, see it. We in should Lewis, play it. Luis's review. Yeah, it looks it looks good though. I want to play it, but I've uh, just kind of played a bunch of the the game, you know, that the I, base, just the regular the part game. of the game. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's really fun. I, I think it's the second best puzzle game. Uh, it's only underneath um, Pokemon Puzzle League. <laughs> a game so um, good so tetris effect is really special I, that i played tetris effect i did i played that in vr just like you josh and it's one of those games that just like i don't it, everything about it makes up this like almost religious experience <laughs> i don't know how else to mm-hmm. i don't know how else to put it's it it's really relaxing too, yeah. to just zone out and play it it's it's like meditative almost because like you can play you, you can play Tetris pretty much on autopilot. And so then you're free to like enjoy the visuals, which is in sync with the music and it's all like black around it. So you're totally like ingrained in it, especially in VR, man. Yeah. It's just special. So that plus multiplayer, I think sounds really cool. Uh, and I'm really, I I really want to check it out. This is a timed exclusive for PC and Xbox platforms it'll be coming to playstation i think next year something like that um so yeah just so you guys know the um, connected component, the connected yeah. The, yeah the connected component yeah um chris uh, i'm sorry what, is what that gonna, gonna be say? like dlc or an entirely new game see that's what i think i think it's gonna be dlc it's gonna be a whole new game i think yeah oh is you said a new game okay i thought it was i thought it was gonna be I, DLC I'm thinking. because because the game's already out on playstation so like like the the base yeah game. So perhaps connected. I wonder if it'll just be a free out. update. Yeah, that's maybe it'll just be a free update, be. and it's a timed exclusive. Um, any other thoughts on this, Chris? Sorry, I know you want to. Yeah, know, I, I, I know this is a marketing buzzword that's been talked, been said so many times, but it really is true with this game. It's immersive, and it's immersive as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's just so crazy because like Tetris, Tetris, I think is like perfect like you don't yeah. need to, to, to you don't need to do anything to make it better but like they did <laughs> like it they, is better somehow they did yeah and i think that's just remarkable and i think i don't usually throw that word around perfect you know but i think tetris is perfect and i think uh man tetris effect it's really special and it's cool because you you can pretty much show it to anybody even if they don't play video games and they can still appreciate it i think that's really cool about tetris it's um, it's a work of art it really is yeah yeah, I'm with you. Um, okay, Chris, one more music game, and then <laughs> yeah. we'll ju- we'll it's jump into some games. more. Yeah, uh, we'll jump into some uh, Call of Duty discussion after that, Chris. Yeah, so Fuser, uh, we received review code of this from 
uh, Harmonics and uh, their publisher. So thank you so much for that. Um, so yeah, I've been playing this on Switch. Uh, I, I'm 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 gonna fix what I said earlier. I don't think there's much frame rate issues of this game, but I do think at points there's a way that there's there's there are situations where I think I put it in at the right time, but there's a slight kind of lag that stopped it from being to to being offbeat. So I think that's a big issue uh, there. Uh, but overall, I I do think the experience is 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 great. Um. I, I feel like Fusa is uh is gonna be used as a perfect like DJ kind of setup. And I think it's probably gonna get modded on PC or something with people's own uh, songs and stuff. I, oh, I, yeah. I think it's that I think it's that good. Um because like you have all these tools so you can reverberate, you can repeat certain sections of the song over and over, over, like a DJ really uh, in real life does. Um, and somehow they've made this music sound excellent together, um, despite changing the tempo and changing the notes uh, of each. And you can do you can do that by the way. You can change like the the musical tone of each, of the track itself of what you're putting out on stage. So um, I I find there's so much uh, creativity that can be done with this game. And uh, it's uh, it's an achievement from Harmonix as to how they have been able to match like country music with rap music and <laughs> yeah. rock music and uh, um, things you wouldn't expect and make it work. You know, like how can you make all star work with a country song? I don't know if you can. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think Harmonix is one of those special developers that yeah, just they know they they know music so well and they know how to like gamify it. I mean, obviously, right? Like they created Guitar Hero and Rock Band and all that. Um, I, I, yeah, I just think they're they're a really special developer, and frankly, we don't deserve them. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think that. Yeah. Um, cool. So I still need to check that out, Chris I, and Josh. I'm I'm just it's there's so many games. There's yeah, that so, there are. I can't like a lot of games. I I can't believe there's one game. Like I can't like can you imagine like making one game is crazy. And there's like a bajillion of them. How can there be this many yeah. games? It's crazy. Just a lot of human suffering being thrown at money <laughs> and the wall, like at a wall of money. God. I just feel bad for indie devs that are releasing games at this point of the year. Like, right. Yeah. Should wait until January um, or February. Yeah. Uh, Chris, let's jump into a little bit of discussion about Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. I can contribute to the conversation a little bit because I played the beta and alpha so i can talk yeah. a little bit on it but I, I haven't played the full release yet uh so yeah talk to us about this what have you played so far how, mm -hmm. how are you liking it that sort of thing so this is early and we did receive review codes from activision i, I know it's annoying us saying it but we want to make sure that we disclose it um so yes. you know for sure like what's up um right. so thank you activision for that yeah transparency um well Here's the thing. I, I've been playing multiplayer so far. Okay. And uh, some of our complaints with the beta and the alpha is that it feels kind of loose and sloppy. But right. I feel like they've fixed it in the full game. I, I feel like it's a much more polished product. So that, that feedback from the alpha and the beta has probably helped the final product. So um, I'm, I'm really thankful for that. And I, I do love the map so far. I think there's plenty of variety, um, and I think they're well made. Uh, there's some really good sight lines. There's um, a lot of variety in terms of like the the um, the scale, the verticality. Um, 
So maybe that you wouldn't like it if you're like a, a really traditional Call of Duty player where it's just like boots on the ground and like <laughs> just vertical, uh, uh, just just horizontal kind of like movement, right? But um, I I I do love the, the so many there's so many modes in this uh, that it's just crazy. And you know you could you could uh, play however you want. You know I, I'm a kill confirmed team deathmatch kind of guy, so I've been really enjoying myself with that. Um, and yeah, I, I I do love the fact that your kill streaks don't fade away after you die; they're still there. And I feel like that gives a much more level playing field um, than the previous titles. And that's something that really drove me nuts: is that people kept you know got attack helicopters and i'm like how can i fight against this you know so um, <laughs> right yeah yeah I, i'm 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 really liking the game so far um and so i'm looking forward to playing some multiplayer with you joseph soon tomorrow let's play tomorrow because yeah. i'm reviewing this game and i need to get started so right, right. Uh, <laughs> um that's good to hear you say that the multiplayer has been fixed because yeah that was a huge complaint with the, the alpha and beta it's just that it, it it just felt clunky, like something was off. Couldn't really figure out exactly what it is, but the movement, the visuals, everything sort of like made for this weird, like clunky experience. So you're not the first person that has said that too, that it's been fixed. I think Jesse Vitale said on his stream that it, yeah. it felt fixed, if I remember right. correctly. Yeah, yeah. So like, so so that's great. Um, I'm curious to to see how the story mode is gonna be. Um. The story modes are always kind of like you know, yeah, shorter ex shorter experiences. But this is one that I feel like is going to be maybe a little controversial. So we'll see. Mm, um, also, especially with the break also, in this inclusion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, also, there's zombies. Yeah, which, that's a whole thing. This game's huge, honestly. Yeah. So if still trying to figure out how to cover this, I think we're probably going to do each mode separately in a way. Um, maybe yeah know. but we'll just know. cover it over the next month or so and then we'll do like an entire episode talking about how Ronald Reagan's a bag of shit Dude, <laughs> I, I'd be I'd be down for that maybe do that to yeah. be honest I'd take Reagan any day over a fucking orange clown but uh they're the same thing but oh, yeah, yeah I mean very much so um okay. any, sorry anyway, <laughs> anyway. Uh, stop the politics now I apologize I apologize um yeah so i think uh i'm i'm excited to jump into this and then i'll have my thoughts on this next week and, and chris i'm sure you'll have more thoughts uh later yeah we'll have more well. solid thoughts um this is just early right now uh, right we've received yeah, it on we... the day of release so yeah we haven't right. had that much time of it yet and even if we would have gotten it early y y you still probably wouldn't have been able to play online right, right. because yeah. so like to cover the online part, we, we, we would have had to play that a little bit more anyway. But yeah, I'm excited to jump into this, and I'm happy to hear that it's been fixed a little bit in terms of the multiplayer. Um, Josh, what's this part-time UFO game? Tell us about this. This is a very cute-looking indie game, right? Yeah, it's really cool. It's from HAL Laboratory. Oh, which, yeah. In case someone's like, who are those boys? Uh, they're the boys that made uh, Kirby. And gals. And gals. And gals. Yeah. So, and then um... Yeah, I was doing like a B O I Z. Boys. Yeah, not actual. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh so this I just saw this just now. I didn't realize this came out a few years ago on mobile. It was oh. it came out on Android and iOS, uh twenty seventeen in Japan and then twenty eighteen worldwide. But like huh. I just I just got it when it came out on Switch the other day because I had almost enough Nintendo coins alone to get it. It's like oh, eight yeah. bucks. You know, it's pretty cheap. And I usually throw my Nintendo coins at like cheaper random games because it's 
I don't know. It just feels like they're worth more if I get a game instead of just saving a dollar and something. Right. Um, it's pretty cool. It's basically, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm, I haven't played a lot of it yet. I finally played like an hour or two, but you're basically this little UFO and you have a little uh, crane game type grabber guy, that claw that comes down. And um, it kind of reminds me of like the mini games from like Game and Wario. Oh almost. man. Oh, that like, sounds so awesome. Yeah, like like they're they're basically like little like almost like physics and gravity based puzzles, like trying to you know move a move you know get a bunch of fish into a guy's boat, um, or stacking cheerleaders as high as you can in this area, <laughs> and it's just really really Nintendo. You know, it's it's really fun. Um, it's like four bucks on iOS and Android, and then it's like seven or eight bucks on Switch. I would recommend just getting it in Switch because it's. I, I can already tell I'm going to put a lot of time into it. Plus, the Switch version has, like, new features and some extra content. I'm not sure to what. It's just what it says on the Wikipedia page. But, yeah, it's really fun. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, very good for pick-up and play, shorter sessions. Um, I'm still playing other stuff, so I don't know. It'll probably take a while to finish it. But I'm definitely in uh, enjoying it. And the music is fucking awesome because it's Nintendo. Sure. You know. Still have that we that we shop music stuck in my head. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I wonder what but. Hal is doing then. If they just put this game out, I don't know, because they put out what was the last Kirby game? Kirby. Ultra I don't uh, Allies. Allies. Star Allies. Something yeah. like that. Did they that release was... like Kirby Fighters or something as well? Oh, that's on. Uh, yeah, that's right. The fighters. Uh, let's see. I'm looking right here. Kirby Star Allies in 2018. Super Kirby Clash in 2019. Yeah. And then Box Boy and Box Girl in 2019. Oh. And then Kirby Fighters 2 in 2020. Yeah. Okay, so they've been busy. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, well, that's good. I love I love hearing from Hal. Hal is they're, they're yeah, good, they're, they're really good little, great. Good I little like studio. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I was just okay, trying cool. to do the Kirby voice and found spectacularly. <laughs> All right, let's yeah, talk. Yeah, Joseph, Chris, you should both check it out, though. I think you guys would like it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it probably. It sounds really cute. Um, all right, let's talk about the PS5. I'm very yes. I'm very pumped. Okay, that's a cute cute right. box. So before we jump in, I, I quickly have to tell you the story. All right, so it was uh, out for delivery on launch day, and I'm like, cool, I'm I'm here for that. And FedEx truck rolls up, guy jumps out of FedEx truck, digs through said FedEx truck for about 15 minutes. <laughs> gets back in fedex truck and drives away oh, without God. making without making a delivery and i watched him do all did of you this. chase him I, <laughs> god i wanted to that was supposed to be my delivery just just so oh. you know and it was like at the end of the day finally the same truck roll, rolls up and that was my playstation but for uh, uh, before that i was just mortified at the at the idea that my playstation 5 was lost somewhere <laughs> yeah, oh. I would have been worried too. So anyway, so really, they probably just saw your name and they were like, "No, nah, make him wait longer." Yeah, he can't what, have this yet. That's what I was thinking. This is Joseph's. Uh, no. no. Um. Okay. So uh, I got the digital version, uh, which is uh, a little bit smaller. It's very slight. It's ever so slightly smaller. Um. Hooked it up and got it all ready to go. And the first thing I noticed is that this thing is insanely fast. Well, at least compared to the PS4, which is not saying much, I guess, because PS4 was... I'm sure you guys have heard me and uh, Chris complain about how awful it was in, in terms God, of uh, yeah. navigation of the menus, but oh my god. This is awesome, man. 
I first of all, I downloaded Demon Souls in like ten minutes. That's Le- awesome. Less maybe <laughs> le- maybe Great. maybe less than that, and it's like a fifty-five gig game, something like that. Um, just downloaded Call of Duty Modern War or whatever. Uh, what is it? Uh, Black Ops uh, Cold War. Uh, it's like a hundred and fifty gigs. Downloaded in like twenty minutes. Just the whole game in 20 minutes like that's really remarkable yeah i don't know what it was the ps4 downloaded games really slow and everybody always said oh it's your internet no my other stuff downloads games fast why you know i don't know what it was it's yeah i'm glad they fixed that right and it's all i guess you know thanks to the ssd um navigating the menus oh oh the men it's just it's night and day it's i mean yeah it, I mean, you move, you press the thing, the button, and it goes immediately. There's no lag. I mean, it is, it, this thing's slick. So it, does it immediately I, take a screenshot? Because I honestly had to yeah. wait a minute for the screenshot to confirm with Cordy, and I, I honestly think it actually missed a few screenshots, too. <laughs> yeah, the whole, yeah, the screenshot system has been fixed, which Excellent. is great. Good. Um, and it's actually a lot more streamlined now. Like, um, a little menu comes up when you're recording and stuff so it's very clear what you're doing um and you can like save it right there and and you don't have to save the last 15 minutes you can save like different increments like there's just so many little things here and there that have been improved and dude like the backwards compatibility thing i think is so it like it warms my heart so much because like i know that when i jump into this ps5 i've got all these games ready to go and you know i've got warzone uh, sitting on the homepage, goes to Tsushima, like all this. It's it it, it all just downloaded so quickly, you know. Thank um, God for backwards compatibility, right? Like, right. I, I can't imagine the PS5 launching with without right. it anymore, you know. Uh, yeah. So that's great to hear that it's all ready for you, ready to go. Uh, but I do want to say one thing as well, just uh, as an FYI uh, for everyone. Um, you have to switch it to the PS5 mode if you have the PS4 version installed. So it's kind of strange. Wait, wait v- version of what? What are you talking about? So, you know, the whole backwards compatibility thing. Right. Um, like, if you download the game, the, your PS4 version onto the PS5, you've oh. got to switch it to the PS5 mode to get the full capabilities of the system. And yeah. that version, that particular version, which sounds very odd. Yeah, I haven't experimented with that. Just full disclosure, I've been balls deep in Demon Souls like <laughs> this these yeah. past couple of days, so I haven't even really gotten a chance to like navigate the menus and like do all the fun stuff that you normally would do, just because I have to like make a beeline through Demon Souls stuff. But yeah, just at first glance, everything is just faster, streamlined, makes more sense, dude. Going to the store. You just, it's right there. You just, it's just yeah. press the button. This makes me very happy to hear someone who, you know, I usually play in both, you know, platforms. I used to dread dealing with the PS4 yeah. interface when I'd play PS4 games. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. You just, and you just click the store and it comes right up. There's no lag. You just move down. It's, oh man, it, those little things honestly are worth a new generation, a new, a new price, uh, you know, price point, a new system. That's worth it to me. Um, and then I have to talk about the, the, the controller. Dude, this controller, I know the listeners can't uh they can't see what I'm doing here, but this controller here, oh, DualSense so is it is <laughs> awesome. Like as soon as you put it in your hands, you're like, "Yep, that feels new. That feels like a better thing." <laughs> um and yeah, it's got a little speaker, little speaker in it just like the the DualShock 4. It just feels better. Everything about it feels better. 
it the the face buttons almost remind me of Xbox One buttons. Right. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it feels better. And then like the rumble thing is fucking awesome in Demon Souls. Let's talk about those triggers too. I've heard the triggers are fucking great. Yeah, so like in Demon Souls, you when you're using a a bow, you can totally feel it in the in the triggers. Like you can oh, feel the pressure, the so pressure cool. of of like pulling back on the bow. That's really cool. Um, How's the battery life? Is it okay? I honestly don't know because I've had it plugged in the whole time. Um, oh. one, what I will say is that it uses USB-C, and I think that's supposed to charge oh, it good. faster, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, what I like too is that the controller feels a little bit heftier. This is like, it, it's taking a lot of cues from the Xbox One controller, I feel like, in terms of heft. In terms of the Which is good. I welcome that because yeah. I, I really like a lot of the stuff the Xbox controller. Oh, yeah. The Xbox One controller so is good. fucking awesome. Um, yeah. This thing's great. Uh, it also looks... It reminds me of the Pro Controller a little bit, too, from Nintendo. Like, it just looks like it's got the the width of the Pro Controller a little bit, you know? And it just looks a lot more ergonomic than the PS4 controller, which was already a lot more ergonomic, in my opinion, than the, Can you than the PS3 controller. So tell us good. about the haptic feedback. Um, because I've bit. heard that it's just like the Joy-Con, which sounds really disappointing to me. But... Um, I actually haven't noticed that it's like the Joy-Con, because to, to me, the, the Joy-Con are very, like, it's like too much, you know? That, right. It, it's like distracting, like you can hear it while you're playing. I haven't noticed that, but what is really cool from what I've seen, and keep in mind, I've played one game so far, so like I, like, I haven't played Spider-Man yet. Haven't played, you know, uh, Astro's Playroom. Literally, I've just been playing Demon's Souls. Um, Have you played the uh, Sackboy yet? No, I've literally only... I'll bet that does a lot of stuff with the controller, too, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, but, but but in terms of the haptic feedback, yeah. Even from the one game I played, I can definitely tell, like, uh, varying degrees of vibration. Uh, can you, can depending... you give us an example of something that yeah. happened in Demon's Souls? Yeah, so, like, um, when you whack an enemy who is, like, full of armor and he's got, like, a gigantic armored steel shield in front of him, when you whack that versus when you just, like, hit flesh, you can totally tell the difference. Um, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, and, like, it, it, based on the, on the vibrations of the, of the controller. And I don't know how that works exactly. Like, if it, I, like, I don't know what type of vibration equals what, type of feeling you're supposed to get but whatever they did it works it's some and... playstation magic that don't question yeah. it it's just yeah. magic and yeah i think those are the those are the things that make it feel next gen the speed of the system i want to see what family feud does with it too oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> will, he, will the ps5 bring uh steve harvey to the game finally maybe yeah. that'd be worth it but yeah like those are the things i think that are that feel next gen the, the the speed the the controller the, the your system not crashing when you try to invite a friend to a party like <laughs> like that that kind of thing yeah. um and then, it's exciting that they took risks with the controller too because yeah they've been pretty safe with controllers right. the whole time yeah like I'm... they added analog sticks they added they added the six axis stuff you know briefly and then there was the um you know the the the, bar, the light bar. The touchpad is pretty cool. But I mean, yeah, the touchpad. But I mean, overall, they haven't really added this this much to a controller. True, right? You know, yeah. yeah. So and I mean, so much so that they changed the name or they they moved to yeah. a different name. It's not called the DualShock anymore. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So let's talk about Demon Souls because there's a lot of the PS5 ingrained in that discussion, right? So 
God. Did you get uh, a review code for this? Um, I don't, I, th yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, no, I, here's what happened. I did get a review code for it, and it's for the UK. So <laughs> I didn't, so I didn't redeem it. And then I just bought my own, and I have it. I, I don't know, maybe okay. we can give it. Maybe we can give it away. I don't know. I, I have a UK code sitting somewhere. But no, te technically, no, the copy I'm playing is one that I purchased with my own money. So just okay. so you guys know. Um, okay, so let's talk about this game because this is, um, this is a pretty big deal, I think. Um, Demon's Souls remake is, I think, one of the best remakes I've ever played. And this year has been ripe with remakes. We've got we had Resident Evil 3. Uh, uh, yeah yeah final fantasy 7 um tony hawk so like there's been a lot of remakes that we've played recently and man this game it's it's so crazy all of the little things that have been improved that if you just mention one little thing like okay that's cool but you might not think much of it but when you step back and like take in all of these changes it's really remarkable like how Number one, how we dealt with so much bullshit on the PS3, but also that that blue point is like so ingrained into this game that they were able to to fix all these things, right? Um, it would have been easy to just make new assets and then basically copy and paste everything, but they didn't do that. They like know what people were frustrated about, and they were they're like such minor things that that you might not think anything of, but again, stepping back to look at the whole picture, it's impressive. I saw some people online complain and talk about how like too much got lost in the translation but it seems like it's it seems like that's the that's the smaller opinion is can you speak on that um the only thing i've seen about that are uh is in regards to some of the art of the game like there are some assets that um people weren't really they, they, they weren't digging the art direction for um, There's like a boss for everybody who was calling him Frankenstein or something. Yep. Yeah. So that's Maneater. Yeah. Um, if you look at a picture of the original Maneater versus the new one, it it is really different, and not just like in the resolution. It's like they like kind of like totally redid it. Um, I don't care. Like I'm not there for I'm not there for like a, a particular art style or anything like that. Um, so. To me, that's not really important. When I'm slashing this boss, kill, killing it with fire, I don't really care what its face looks like. Hold on. Raja, goddammit. <laughs> Raja's being... The uh, hitbox <laughs> stuff looks really good, too. I saw Gene Park from uh, Washington Post share, you know, a video showing when, like, he ducked and, like, a, a beam that was getting shot by an enemy, like, was, like, directly above his character, like, a, a hair away, yeah. and it didn't hit his character. <laughs> and that is good to see. That's the stuff that really matters for these games, I would imagine, more than, yeah. you know. Uh, that So that's important. But then but then also, I think visually this game is absolutely stunning. Like, yeah. yeah, it looks gorgeous. This is, this is a next-gen game. Like, you can very obviously see that. And it, it's one of those things where, like, in my mind, I'm like, Oh yeah, Demon's Souls on PS3 didn't look that different, right? And then I pull up a picture of it, and I'm like, "Oh no, yeah, no, this is really leaps and bounds, crazy, so much better." Um, and and man, it's just it. What's fascinating to me too is like the 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 steady frame rate, in conjunction with the 4K visuals, in conjunction with this like just immaculate gameplay that I feel like is what this game is about, and 
combined with all of the little details that were tweaked. Like one of the things that, that I think um, was really impressive to me is just this minor little detail that you might not have even noticed. Um, There's this area that you go to frequently and there's this like rotating elevator and most players, what they want to do is just roll off of it down into the area below. And you can do that. But if you roll like in a weird way or if you if your character like um doesn't hit something on the way down to like break their fall if you just drop all the way down you'll die and that was always so annoying well in this they made it like pretty much impossible to to die from from that so you can totally just roll through that's a minor little detail um uh being able to uh when you're over encumbered when you pick up an item it gets sent back to the to base instead of just deal with it like that that's been fixed. oh that's cool like just like i said little things here and there that just yeah i mean like, and, the, and those and, add up those add up to make the whole experience better exactly um being able to teleport between archstones instead of having to go back to the nexus and then teleport yeah. back to where you want again little things here and there and then the there's loading times uh, yeah the speed at which this game runs dude on ps3 demon souls when you die and, and or whatever when you have to go back to the nexus or whatever the case it's like 30 seconds. In this game, I counted it. Five seconds. Nice. Five seconds. It, it's remarkable how fast this is. The animations are just leaps and bounds like, ahead of what they were on PS3. Like, uh, there are these creatures called the Storm Beasts. They're basically flying manta rays that shoot these, like, crystals at you. And, like, watching them do that, like, they, they like, expand and this, like, green mist comes out or something. And then it shoots at you. It's fucking wild, man. And and I think this game's special because you have something to compare it to, right? Right. Yeah. It, it's almost like a it's like a a great way to display just how good these visuals are. Because I mean, you can make a great looking game and and be able to appreciate that. But I think being able to compare it directly to what it's been inspired by is just it. That I think shows it even better, in my opinion. I know um, the developers are technically different because, you know, Bluepoint did this, but I still think it's really telling and a really good representation of how far we've come with technology and development when you look back at Bloodborne's loading times before it was patched when it first released. Right. And compare it to the loading times right out the gate for, you know, the right. Demon Souls remake. I think that's really, it can only get really better. good. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, that's, it's really impressive because I remember people being, like, you know, waiting just forever after dying in Bloodborne before it was first patched. And I know they patched it and stuff, but it's still just really impressive that right out the beginning, we've got a game that looks this good, plays this good, runs this good at launch. Like, that's just, that's really uh, not only impressive, but it's also really telling of the generation we're probably going to have, you know, all around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I think this game specifically is a great place to start if you're getting into the Souls games or if you want to get into the souls games Mm. um because first of all the remake streamlines a lot of the issues that you might have had with the ps3 game but also but also this game i feel like is a lot more linear than the other souls games and so you can sort of learn the ropes without being lost too much that's not to say that you know there aren't branching paths throughout the levels there are but yeah, like compared to, you know, Dark Souls or Bloodborne, whatever, like it, it's usually pretty clear where you're supposed to go, which I think is great for newcomers. Um, this is a game that I feel like shouldn't exist 
Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm blown away that this exists. Um, yeah, that blue point are the magicians of the gaming industry. I think just like from what they can do, yeah. they did that again with Sure for Colossus, and I really hope that gets a PS5 upgrade now. Um, yeah, with like better textures and stuff, that'd be amazing. I like uh, Sony but... to acquire them because I want them to do. There this have more been games. talks actually that they are requiring them. That, that, that yeah, there's some okay. rumors going around. That... Um, Hopefully, Croc Legend of the Gobbo is next. That's <laughs> my next priority. Yeah, that yeah. is a good question, then, Joseph. Like, what do you think? What do you want to see ne- next from Blue Point? What, what game do you want them to see tackle next? Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear yeah. Solid. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, a couple more things about Demon Souls, and then <laughs> and then we'll say goodbye for the day. Um, so what I really think is is special about this too is that um, they, in my opinion, changed what needed to be changed without disrespecting from software like i think the changes that were made were ones that were kind of tied to the limitations of the hardware at the time um and and, and maybe, recognizing what to change what not the changes is, is that's it, important that's great that shows yeah yeah like yeah, george like, lucas should take a note from this one. Oh shit like it, it it's easy to say well demon souls is too hard uh let's make it easier so more people will buy it and play it blah 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 and they could have done that, but to me, it shows that that they respect what that game is so much that they didn't want to do that. They wanted to keep it as true as possible to the original. It's with, without... it's incredibly impressive that they were able to do that as a outside developer too. Right, like it's one thing for Nintendo to do that with Nintendo when they right. do like Ocarina of Time 3D, but yeah. it's something altogether really di- different. Yeah, yeah right. here. I-, I will say yeah. this though: I think Japan Studio did lend a hand at this as well, and they're great developer as well yeah yeah i'm i don't i I think i heard that as well but the point remains like this is remarkable um one thing too quickly there's a hidden door there's a new door and people don't know what it is yet and i don't know if that's just a troll it could just be a troll (laughs) or it could be something else i don't know what i don't know what alan wake 2 a connection to bloodborne 2 Bloodborne, yeah, that could be something. uh, Here's here's a question here. Would you like Japan Studio and Bluepoint, perhaps, make a Bloodborne 2? Do you think they have the graphical engine? Do do you think they have the gameplay prowess to actually do it without From Software? Um, That's tough, because Bluepoint has only, like, remade games. Right. So they're they're really good at, you know copying right that's what they Mm -hmm. do they're the they're the best i think at doing that i don't know if they can make an original maybe japan could just take it over and take that i'm sure they i'm sure they could i just the the history is not there with that these guys make remakes and they're fucking awesome at making remakes um it i am convinced that they would probably do pretty good at least though with them understanding the language of the game yeah functions when it came you know to knowing what to change what not to change what to preserve Right, you know that, that 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 can be important. Do you think that? Um, I don't know. I I hope the Metal Gear Solid thing happens. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, but- <laughs> can you imagine like Solid Snake on the other side of that door saying, "Kept you waiting, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> that'd be really man. That would be some like meta ass shit. That'd be cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and th- what's really exciting too is that this reinvigorates this game's community um they shut down the servers on the ps3 game so you can't even like play that game online anymore so like 
part so much of what demon souls is is ingrained into its online play like there's a boss that is controlled by a real player in the game um when a, when a, when you no. yeah when yeah and that was in the original too but uh when you invade somebody during that section you you you're the boss that's so um, cool which is awesome but you couldn't do that in the ps3 version after the servers got shut down right so like right. now that can happen that can happen again now you can get invaded again or like today chris like you saw how i helped uh jesse vitelli friend of the show uh take down that boss you can do that now um and and i think that's what's so great about this in you know also tied to the to the great visuals and improvements and all that so yeah i'm over the moon about this uh you guys can look forward to my review later this week for that on your uh, guides and yeah uh my review is going to be on uh, Gfinity, and then I'll have guides all over the place. Fanbyte, uh, Games Radar, uh, probably Game Skinny as well. So you guys can look forward to that as well. So um, I'll be playing my PS5 a bunch this week. I will have more to say on the UI and sort of the more like nitty gritty PS5 stuff next week. I just have been so focused on demon souls right now that i haven't had a chance to do much else chris hopefully you have your ps5 by then i don't hopefully. know yeah i have no idea i'm i'm honestly i have so many games to play like i'm prepared to wait two weeks for it you know okay. like right. i don't think i can i can take like the <laughs> the anxiety about it but you know i i can wait i can wait okay all right so uh that's been our episode what is this 94 with our first coverage of the ps5 we want to thank everybody for joining us today uh i'm real tired i'm probably going to order some food right now and either take a nap or play more demon souls i haven't decided yet um so yeah thank you everybody chris where can people find you when you're not on active quest yeah you can find me at penwell rights on twitter um, you can find my written work at The Gamer, Tech Raptor, and uh, Game Groups. Uh, yeah, I have a bunch of guides coming out for Call of Duty on Tech Raptor, so go check that out if you need help with some with a guide. I also have news at uh, The Gamer, so I'm trying to be consistent with that. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. But yeah, uh, I just became affiliate on Twitch. I'm still trying to figure out what to do with that. Um, so... <laughs> I'll have a schedule up for Twitch soon, and um, I will tease this. Um, I think I, I think I'm into Red Dead. What? Ah! So I I, I ah! think it's a bit slow, but yeah, it, it takes it takes its time getting there. But once it's there, it's so good. That's Maybe? I think the most exciting part Question of our mark? of this episode. I think what you just said. <laughs> oh, screw the PS5. Screw the PS5. Chris likes Red Dead. Oh, oh no. The, the, the world is crumbling before us. Oh, my goodness uh, gracious. Well, but... you'll have to report back next week on that. Yes. But I also want to thank everyone who donated to the Extra Live stream uh, a week ago. Um, I raised 400 US dollars, which is amazing. Um, and on December 20th, I'm going to be doing another Extra Live stream, probably eight hours long um on december 20th so yeah go cool. check that out so Christmas that's a lot of video one. games a lot of video there's games. a lot of video games to play so there's plenty of time uh yeah so that's pretty much it uh no it's I not that no, bombshell it's not. about red dead but uh, oh yes it is oh god fuck 
disrespect me. I'm sorry, Vaughn. Um, <laughs> you can check out Go Beyond and My Hero Academia podcast each and every Wednesday. Uh, it's a recap show where we talk about the latest. Uh, well, well, we take we talk about all the episodes that come out um, week by week. And uh, yeah, it's it's really fun. We compare it to the manga. We go into some deep discussions as to what it all means. And uh, yeah, it's it's really fun. So go check that out. Go beyond. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. I, I get really sad when you forget to mention Go Beyond because I know I'm sorry. I love that podcast so much. So I I really <laughs> feel bad whenever I don't. I just at the end of the episode, I'm usually not on the ball. So. <laughs> Josh, take us home. Where can people find you when you're not on the show? You can find me on Twitter at itsdrickjersh. Uh, you can find me on Game Rant. I actually just checked because I wasn't sure if I had something that was published recently. Um, it's it's gets confusing to keep up because <laughs> like you finish something and then like it doesn't get published right away. Right. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean. But yeah, I just had something get published. It's uh cyberpunk movies to watch as prep for 2077. Uh, it's kind of stuff in that genre of of um you know media film um gave me an excuse to write about alita battle angel because it's a good yes movie. dude where's um, that sequel? i've never seen give us I've that i've never sequel. seen that is that the oh, one you oh, need it's to good. Watch I wish... the girl with the big eyes is that that yeah. movie yeah i wish we were getting that instead of seven more avatar movies but here's here's the thing i want to bring this up right the eyes you get used to them after five minutes give this movie a chance yeah. oh no i'm not against it I, I no no i'm just talking to everyone okay not, not just you yeah <laughs> okay josh where else can but, people um, find you yeah oh you can find me in parallax media i should have some more stuff on there uh soon too uh where i write about games and then you can find me staying at home because i never stopped doing the lockdown quarantine thing i kept <laughs> yeah, doing that when too. the scientists told me to do that so right listen to the scientists um yes. cool you can find me on twitter at joseph yaden and god i i, I have a lot of work <laughs> to do and i have a lot of work that i've done um but i don't know i i don't know if i said this on the show but i did 15 articles yesterday on bosses jeez 15 Jesus. articles i'm a tired boy um so you guys can check out all my demon souls coverage all over the place i will be reviewing call of duty black ops cold war for game skinny that'll be out a couple days after this episode goes live um you can still find my work at digital trends as well uh and guides at fanbyte games radar bunch of other places so I'm a, I'm a tired boy i'm a busy boy busy boy so thank you everybody uh for listening and i'm just i'm so grateful that we have a new system here a new next generation to enjoy we don't deserve video games and really i don't know how they are made i i can't believe it's, it honestly it's crazy it's like, like a miracle just fr- um a miracle. i just want to shout this out randomly but watch raising kratos is a great documentary about yeah making exactly video games yeah for sure so thank you everybody for listening uh and yeah you can catch us next week for episode 95 take care everybody bye